Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Honey, it's been a week, but it feels like a year. Honey, so much has happened since we last spoke. We are popping off like the crystals on Marilyn Monroe's dress. (laughs) Pride gigs, (laughs) musical gigs, bejeweled strap-ons. Should I put on another pair of Spanx? (laughs) And Judy Garland's turning 100. And that's not just because Jigs Bonsuit is playing her. Dig her up. Politically, the world is upside down as usual. Bigots and U-Hauls and elected officials being closed-minded. Plus, some DMs with your intel about Drag Race, mystic symbolism, and century-old sh- songs about getting hard by a fountain. Oh, shing shongs. Uh, crystal. Plus, some impressive, impressive ass pics. Girl, are you ready to goss? My goss is totally hot. Let's go. M. Oh. M. Mom! Um so, um so. Uh, we want to welcome you back for yet another steaming, piping, scalding, scalding serving of hot goss. That's hot goss. This, of course, is, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip, and politics. politics. And take a deep, deep dive down. into the DMs. Uh, so let's get into some hot gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, well, here we are. We're back in the saddle. Honey, June is in bloom. And June bloom. Oh, June bloom. Not June jambalaya, June bloom balaya. Not June gloom. Mm. June bloom. Mm. So, I mean... Have you been up to much? You you don't seem really busy right now. <laughs> well, you know, this is the month where it all happens. And then you compound that with um, sort of all the pandemic stuff being postponed and then being put into this time now. Mm-hmm. So it's really been a sort of breakneck um, time period. And it still is. Um, not oh. to mention... Uh, my dad passed away. I'm sorry. And thank you. Um, which is like, it's really wild, but, um, it was really good to go home and see my family and, um, remember him and celebrate him. 
and um uh, you know i love my family i love my dad so um thank you for for keeping the keeping the pod torch burning while i was away you doing any uh daddy's dying who's got the will uh drag <laughs> what is that <laughs> it's it's a del shores no. play that is hilarious with these like three or four southern sisters and there's like this one slutty sister who like comes to the funeral and she's like it's the only thing I had in black it's basically a negligee and then she wears like her daddy's old coat and then she finds the will in the pocket or something oh my it's, god uh, it's very Del Shores it's wonderful um, but I find the way that we can tell if a girl is truly busy in June is taking a look at her cuticles Oh, well. Because, baby, if you got a cuticle left, you ain't doing drag. Well, I don't. I'm a glove girl now. Oh. I'm very much a glove girl. And if I do wear nails, I wear the instant stick because I don't do that cuticle bleeding, falling off shit anymore. Jackie beating. No, 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 no. no. I see. Well, you were also in Australia. Yes. The glue down there is different. You can't use use regular Elmer's glue. You got to use good purple stick. Dries clear. Kangaroo glue. Uh-huh, or get Courtney's stick of wax that she used to carry around with her over three continents. Courtney Ag used to carry a little stick of wax, and she would melt it between her fingers and then carry something else and powder. And she would do way too much because, you know, that's what they have to do back down there in, in the Australian outback. It's a whole moment. Australia it, was cool. It was really, really fast. Four uh, cities, four days? Four cities, four days. Was Kirsty there? Kakataka. Um, no. Oh, um, man, I love her. But it was great working with In the Dark, and their team was so good, and the shows were we so great, Steven. and such a good vibe. And so great to go to a country where... where you're not in fear of mass shootings? Yeah, that part. Mm-hmm. That part. But we'll get to that. This isn't Let's Get Political. Uh, I would like to talk about the musical, Drag the Musical. Me too. Staged at the Bourbon Room on Hollywood Boulevard yes. during L.A. Pride. I saw your picture all over Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked epic. I saw the cast out at um, Marco Marco's birthday party at Plaza. Everybody was there. Nick Adams, uh-huh. the Jackie Cox, oh, yes. um, Tom Daly, Lance Black. Everybody everybody was in the room. <laughs> um, who else was there? Nick Laughlin. You had Nick's on Nick's, baby. Nick Laughins. Um, so was this a fully staged, uh, envisioned production, or was it like a a um, uh, encore's MCT reading? <laughs> this this is the first time we've ever you know put it in front of people and put it on its feet. So mm-hmm. it was a workshop, and so it wasn't the whole scale of the show. We cut out some numbers and some plot points for time, and we had our you know books in our hands for the scenes. And then the musical numbers, you know, we had to be off book for those. Cuckada, cuckada, cuckada. Handwork. Mm-hmm. A lot of handwork. Um, but it was beautifully uh, directed and choreographed by Spencer Liff, uh, who's Spencer incredible. Did it? Yeah. I mm-hmm. love him. Hey, Spence. Yeah. Um, and it was just a really, it was a very fast experience, mm-hmm. but. Really, the I mean, the the cast and the team really worked hard and brought it to life. And how fucking cool! Um, and the response has been really good. So yeah, it, it looked epic. Congratu- congratulations, bitch! Congratulations! Um, it's gonna be like the drag strange loop on Broadway, I think, in two years. <laughs> Honey, very strange loops. 
Honey, the Stranger loop. Honey, this unit you're wearing tonight is giving some strange loops. Girl, I went to bed with it wet and then slept on one side. Oh. It's it's giving before and after is what it's giving. <laughs> <laughs> you did some gigs, it there, seems. There was gigotry happening. Um, stars. I, I got to work with legends and stars and icons. Uh, Stasha mm-hmm. Sanchez from Legendary and her Obsessed coach campaign. Her. Mimi Marks from Chicago. I'm working with her in, um, in San Fran this weekend, too. We like had actual legend dolls. Oh, yeah. And it was so much fun just being in the room with them, bullying Derek Barry in Nebraska. Uh, um, what do you it, mean? Oh, it was, it, well, we were, we were doing um, the lineup and Derek revealed that she would be, um, she would need a mic because she was singing. And I said, no, 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 baby. I don't know what you're calling, what you're doing out there, but that's vocalizing. That is not singing. You are not a songstress. Don't come sideways with her. Baby, I came diagonal because half of it's true, half of it's not. I wasn't completely (laughs) sideways. And, I mean, I sang my song Derek to her, which is an ode to her talents and to her um, malfeasance. I don't know what malfeasance means, but it's okay. Um, We had Ray Latrey at We Hope Pride with all Mm -hmm. of her kids. She did a full hour set. It was amazing. I'm so proud of her. Uh, Willow Pill was there. At the meet and greet, she was like, that British guy really looks like Tom Daly. I mean, just like him. And I was like, that's because it's Tom Daly, girl. Welcome to L.A. Like, <laughs> there's stars all over. We're the nobodies. Um, Adore was there. Uh, there uh, Lauren Banal. Uh, Kira Jate. Uh, mm. Who else? Uh, Lolita Colby. We Mama. had dolls on dolls on dolls. Meatball was there. Um we we didn't make it to the Pride main stage to see Christina, but many others did with her um, emerald cock. Did you see this dildo Christina was sporting at LA Pride? Um, this was this was heard and seen around the world. Um, uh, yes, she was with Kim Petras. She's wearing a, a strap-on green giant cock. Is she wearing a muscle suit? It looks like a, a chest plate with some abs and maybe a tit. Or but maybe that a arm, yeah, that's the arm, not her arm. The arm is not her arm at all. I and, mean, I'm not judging if uh, she like likes to work out or whatever. But yeah. no, I think she's wearing like a whole thing. I'm pretty or sure the much- dick is diamante too. Is that an emerald or jade? Um, j- jade, jade. <laughs> Get her jade. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> How did you know that, Will? How do you even know these girls? Will Our sound is designer is a matrix. straight man, and he is getting gayer by the month. Well, it is June. The fact that he knows his difference between his Jolies and Sotomayors is uh, refreshing. Thank you for seeing us Get during her our jade. month. Get her jade. Um, did you go to Marco Marco's birthday party, too? No, I was out of town, but I heard tell. Oh, uh, wow. I heard it was the place to be. Girl, all the divas and dolls were there. Miss Eureka, Godoy did a little number. Um, Chanel Perillo. Chanel Perillo. Mm-hmm. She made her emerg- she emergence. Um, mm-hmm. It was almost as fun as Summer Tramp, where I sat in a giant car under the DJ booth while Casey Alva and uh, Felix the House Cat just spun, spun, spun. They played Mighty Real right as my ketamine hit. And I was in the truck with JoJo just bouncing and having fun. And then they're like, you need to exit the vehicle. And I said, okay, I'll get out. (laughs) And then I danced all day and had so much fun. Why did they make you exit the vehicle? I think it's because they didn't know why I was in there and Raya wasn't in there anymore. It was just me and JoJo. So it was just like two dudes. And they were like, you're not working here. 
You weren't in Geisha. No, uh-uh. No, it was... Uh, oh, I see. I was not doing the gigs. I had just gotten off the plane from Canada at 2 p.m. after doing the gigs with uh, Coco Montrese and Thorgy Thor and Jiggly Caliente in Grand Prairie, Alberta. Baby. It, the, the only thing it solidified in me was my love of my sisters and also my hatred of any airline that is not Delta because WestJet was the dirtiest, most disgusting plane I've ever seen. The stewardess was Yikes. like, you need to put your bag on the ground. I was like, my fanny pack, which has my passport and my sunglasses. She's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, you see the ground here, right? It's like disgusting and there's no like, you know when the, the piece is missing on the floor? You would that, get in a fight with a WestJet flight attendant. I wasn't getting long. in a fight because a you fight would mean that there was a party at fault. And there was no party at fault or at blame. I was just enlightening her to the details of the, um, the plane's nastiness. Girl. Yeah. I've been in... Da- dated dated planes on a, on a good old West Jet. The Sabin Free Clinic on Schrader in Hollywood next to the Homeless Park is cleaner than the West Jet planes. Okay. And I've been in both. Yeah. I've lived next door to that one, that Schrader yeah. Free Clinic. So I'm not complaining, but I'm... West Jet, you need to do better. Why don't you look to your friends at Delta? I know they're not an affiliate partner because they could never affiliate with someone so <laughs> dirty and filthy. Oh, my God. Um... Uh... But well, summer champ was you lovely. Can either, the parties were lovely. And you can either live a safe life or an authentic one. Oh my gosh, that was crazy because I knew I knew that line from Nip Tuck when Shay mentioned it on Untucked, and I texted her. Shay said this thing in Untucked this week where she mentioned she saw a Ryan Murphy show, and they said a character was like, "Oh, would you rather live a safe life or an authentic life?" And it was Nip Tuck. It your was, show. It was Nip Tuck, but not only was it Nip Tuck, I remember being at the door of MJ's reading my script because I got it that day and I wanted to like highlight all my lines and like show people, oh, look, I'm working on something at the door. Working um, actress. Yeah. And it was my first episode of Nip Tuck. So like as soon as she said that, I was like, I know those words. That's and Nip wild. Tuck is now on Hulu. So I went back and I was like, let me watch my first episode. And I was like, that was it. Vanessa Redgrave said it. And I, I remember thinking it resonated with me at the time too because that night I was reading my script and someone threw a beer bottle at my head at MJ's. Because I wouldn't let them back in. And Very Priscilla. Honey, it was. They threw it through those slats at MJ's to try to mm-hmm. like, it didn't hit me, but all the glass that shattered did. And I was like, I am done working the door, baby. I'm going to be famous. I'm done with this hodgepodge. Ryan Murphy loves me. And then and I was back at the door is. a year later. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we want to uh, we want to open the door to our rainbow spotlight right now. Not close every door to me. This this is a Donny Osmond. Close every door to me. No, this is a song. Selections from by Young Onyx, and it's called Brat. So let's give it a listen, and we'll be right back. I'm a brat. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. Like a mannequin standing in the mall. I'm a brat. I'm a brat. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I don't need it, but you know I want it, dog. I'm a brat. I'm a dog. So I only pick up when I'm in the car. I'm a brat. Making everybody wanna get to know her. She gon' need a pink whip with the chauffeur. 
Bring it on, mommy colder than a clover. No, it ain't done till I sing it. Game over. Cause I show them how to do it like the brochure. Oh no, sir, I am on a poster. And them platforms and that baby girl choker. Uh. I'm passionate about fashion. That's why it's only bad bitches in a fashion. Looking like money, make them want to cash in. But we don't need a man, only a distraction. They don't know the half, we the whole package. Marikami on me and my only baggage. Fancy underneath, I'm a savage. Baby, I can show you what a brat is. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good. I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag.
Judy Garland was going to be 100 on June 10th. Oh, wow. Her birthday. We live. We live for Mother Judy. We live. Jinx, Jinx planned it. She planned the release of the episode. She did it. She did that thing. Um, they showed the Wizard of Oz at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, which is a great cemetery oh. to like um, watch the first part of the movie, then go suck dick behind a mausoleum. You can do that? Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, no, nobody's patrolling. You just go. Oh, let me go pay my respects to this dick over there. <laughs> oh my god! You never suck dick in a graveyard. No, not even with that spooky ooky bitch that you dated. Can you believe? Never. That's so strange. I know. Um. Well, if if there were a president to be sucking dick in a graveyard, um, Twitter is saying that <laughs> President Eisenhower looks very queer in this photo that we're going to post on Race Chaser Pod because what are we? Political. Um, it's Eisenhower looking gay as a goose. Untucking. She's just sitting cross-legged, very like proper and yeah. good posture. But this is the cross-legged where you could tell the balls are squoezed up. You have to pull them up before you cross the legs because they are not, they are not below. It is not what lies okay. beneath. Or what what lies bequeathed. It is, he pulled them balls up, crossed his legs, put his hand out, and then crossed his hand in his lap, and then just gave a big toothy grin and said, I'm the president. She looks cute. She I mean, and she's no Mamie. <laughs> they've, <laughs> yes, Mamie. Um, Mamie? Yes, God, Mamie. Um, Mamie, I'm first. Mamie Eisenhower. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I said Maybe Miller. Uh, maybe Marks. <laughs> oh, um, that's another doll I worked with. I worked with Mayhem Miller this week, and it was so much fun. She painted me, and I looked soft as a fucking springtime rose with no pesticides. She painted you? Mayhem painted me. Ooh, I'm going to see pictures. Bitch, uh, I looked lovely. Y'all ain't ready. Hold they've on. they've taken uh, the opportunity to make a meme of Dwight D. Eisenhower in the Untucked Interior Illusions Lounge. <laughs> no, they did. Yes. Uh, which is very charming. Honey, we love it. Oh, wow. Okay. Have you seen this image generator where you put in two things and it mashes them together into a picture? Oh, my God. You look gorgeous. Uh, that sharp intake of breath you just heard was me <gasps> revealing the photo of myself painted by the queen of the party, Mayhem Miller, Sector Queen Inland Empire. And the beauty that she did to me. The beauty. Mm-hmm. Baby. She painted in that, like, that light that highlight it looked like there was a flash on me the whole time and i loved it i looked so beautiful yeah you look really really good you look correct i looked so beautiful i felt like i could get anyone i wanted or anything i wanted in in that moment i was like i bet i could even get the abbey to play some r&b or hip-hop oh and not totally whitewash this night but um it was so much fun i had such a good time and um I'm looking forward to continuing uh, with the third Pride of Los Angeles later this year for DTLA Pride. Honey, we love Prides. Prides, Prides on Prides. Prides. Uh, Pride is all over Jinx, the world. Jinx, you owe me a monsoon. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a monsoon. Um, Rebel Wilson is in the news. I just heard about this today. Crazy, right? Uh, she was sort of um, she was sort of outed, wasn't she? Well, I think that there was um, an article that said um, 
or a publication, the Sydney Morning Herald, they um, they represent. Okay, let me just read this. The Sydney Morning Herald has removed a column about Pitch Perfect actor Rebel Wilson's new romantic relationship with. And the writer has apologized for making mistakes in his reporting following backlash from the public. In the original article published on Saturday, Herald gossip columnist Andrew Hornery wrote that he'd emailed Wilson's representative two days before publication seeking comment on her relationship with designer Ramona Agruma. Horney wrote that Wilson instead opted to gazump the story by announcing the news on her Instagram profile on Friday, a decision he characterized as a big mistake and underwhelming. Gazump is a British-Australian slang for swindle or outbid. The column attracted, attracted scrutiny on social media, drawing accusations that the newspaper was attempting to out Wilson. Um, Mama, they thought they were going to have her moment. This whoever this hornery, this ornery hornery person is, they thought, oh, I'm going to, re- I'm going to get the doll. I'm going to get the girl. Do you want to comment on this or? And can Rebel you pull Wilson your face like, out of the pussy long enough to talk about it? Oh my God, Rebel Wilson was like, honey, no, 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 no. You're not going to get my story, BB. I'm going to no. post a picture with my fucking girlfriend and, and say just- hi. <laughs> to say uh, Rebel gazumped him, it's like, it's not your story, bitch. And Rebel's, yeah. Rebel's post was great. She said, I thought I was searching for a Disney prince, but maybe what I really needed all this time was a Disney princess. Love is love. Um, Absolutely. So we welcome her to the family. Um, Gorgeous and- dolls. Date who you're going to date. Girl. Yeah. And they look beautiful and happy in this photo. And yeah. uh, Rebel just keeps getting younger. And I'm not talking about how she keeps lying about her age. Um, what do she, you mean? Oh, girl, you don't know. <laughs> do they know? How How do they know, Diane? Oh, I know his name. Um, what do you oh, mean? I definitely know his name. Well, who hasn't lied about their age from time to time? Me. Me. Change the dates on your parents' graves. Have a phony birth certificate printed up. <laughs> like I'm the only one of us to ever mix a margarita in a dead sailor's mouth. <laughs> So wait, what do you? What's the age scandal? She's so, gonna gazump you on this, girl. She can she can get all gazumped on me if she wants to. But <laughs> the gazumption, the gall. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's. It's known anybody in Australia knows that she lies about her age because it's been um her reported classmates don't remember her from her class from when she graduated. <laughs> so. It's fine. Or it's like uh, when anyone's trying to figure out Amanda Lepore's true age, she's like, the hospital where I was born burned down, so you can't you can't get my birth certificate. <laughs> and then and then um those people with the hats and the silver buckles on the shoes, they um they had like a record on the ship, but then when it hit that rock called Plymouth, it like, I don't know, I think it incinerated. Um, Amanda is a legend, and she is timeless. You know, let the let the except for when she does a swatch campaign with David LaChapelle, and then she's she's got all the time in the world. She's got time, honey. Honey, do you remember that swatch campaign with Amanda? She was standing naked at the front of the subway with a swatch. Didn't she paint herself pink? Or Um, that something else? We're all pink inside. Well, honey, honey. (laughs) Um, have you seen this thing where it's um like an image generator where you put in two different phrases and it it generates these weird, ghostly, freakish images? What is that? Yes, I have. It feels like um, 
the it feels like a hybrid of Coco Montrese's filtering process <laughs> with well, a little bit of August Getty thrown in there. <laughs> Please stop. It is it is a it is like pictures made out of Play-Doh or matted yarn from a dryer that kind of resemble boogie people but also the actual image. If you squint you're like, "Oh yeah." If you type in um Willem cow beauty something will come up and be like okay yeah it's giving all of those three words if i squint and squeeze my butt it's really wild someone did one of rupaul and bubba oh yeah how did that work out (laughs) well it looks like them next to each other but everything's distorted and like the eyeballs are weird we should um think of drag race ones to do and and put them on the pod Mimi, I'm first alternate. We should put oh that my up. Gosh. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break on that one, and we, we will are. be right back with more stunning gauze. Well, we'll take a break on that. the ballet. No, I was doing Dick Tracy. At the ballet. At the ballet. When I was five, I dug earrings out of my car. <laughs> this is, when I was five, I dug my earrings off the floor of a Frontier Airlines flight, a WestJet Airlines flight. <laughs> I did drop my phone and best believe I got a wet wipe before I put it upon my visage. Because that floor was dirty. I'm talking bathhouse dirty. Sticky. I, I <laughs> Sticky and not sweet. Baby, I, I do not mean to harp on the WestJet people, but... Um, I flew Spirit. On purpose? Yeah. Oh, wow. I did because... You had to get somewhere. Well, the new normal with flying right now is that flights are constantly delayed. There are errors. There are cancellations because there are staffing problems. Yep. So I was not going to try to fly out of Erie to get back in time for Saturday's musical shows. I it was it, I had to be there in order for it to happen. So I wasn't going to take any chances. So my mom drove me to Cleveland, and Cleveland has a direct flight to LAX. Work, Pam. Direct flights are less likely to be canceled because the crew gets paid more because it's longer. So they're less likely to be like, oh, fuck it, I'm not doing that, you know, half-hour flight to Kakataka. So, but the, but it, the thing is, this, this direct flight was on Spirit Airlines. Was it spirited? It was utilitarian. I mean, the seats are hard and firm, they don't, they and don't, they don't recline. They don't recline at all. Um, but I will say this. Spirit Airlines, it was the first flight I've been on in a very long time that was on time, Mm -hmm. that arrived early, uh, and actually got off the fucking runway in time. So I'm grateful to Spirit Airlines. Yeah, my my WestJets, there were four legs of my trip to Alberta and back. It was LA to Calgary, Calgary to Grand Prairie, and then flipped. All four of them had significant delays of 15 minutes to over an hour. Yes. So 
It's it's tough out there. Be be gentle with your airport staff. I saw so many people like yes. freaking out and yelling, and it's just like, do you really think that's going to help anybody? Like, it's not their fault that the plane is late. Yeah, it doesn't help. And all I can say is, if you're you know, if you're a drag queen, if you travel for your job, if you travel for any reason, allow extra time because flights will be pushed and you will miss connections. This is the new normal right now, um, so just prepare ahead of time. Hi, thank you for flying with Spirit Airlines. Uh, this airline, uh, we don't have a pilot for, so we're looking for volunteers. <laughs> also, we'll let you check your bag up front in the cockpit. We will give you a $500 voucher uh, for a hotel. <laughs> a hotel within a 50-mile radius. This is No transportation. Let's go ahead and get into this segment, which we call... Let's, Let's get, get political, political. political. I want to get political. political. Let me see Okay, so this one's a heavy one. It's from the Washington Post. Oh, not this. Dozens, but there is a happy ending because the tragedy that could have played out didn't. So dozens yeah. of masked men from a dozen different states dressed in the visually singular identity of the white supremacist group Patriot Front. And then they piled in the back of a U-Haul set up outside of a hotel in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho on Saturday. They had one goal as they headed to a popular park that was hosting an LGBTQ pride event, according to Coeur d'Alene police chief Lee White. These individuals were prepared to riot, White told the Washington Post Sunday. The men, whom he described as all working together, had riot gear that included shin guards, shields, helmets, and at least one smoke grenade and long metal poles like the ones by use like the ones used by some US Capitol riders on January 6th. White said they even had operation plans to detail their actions once they arrived at the Pride event. He said citing the plan as the main contributor for the eventual misdemeanor charges of conspiracy to riot. White said further charges could be added depending on what authorities find, like weapons, as they process the U-Haul and other vehicles. Um, this is Not really this. fucked up because the fact that white supremacists are latching onto anything and everything different and vulnerable and attacking it, drag queens and libraries. There was a drag queen that was just, her library was stormed by white supremacists while she yeah. was reading and she had mm -hmm. to hide in the back. And then they tried to mm -hmm. get her when she came out. And this is also right around the six year anniversary of the pulse massacre, which makes mm -hmm. it even scarier. Um, and people are afraid of things that are different because they aren't educated about it. So showing children while they're young in a library that people can be drag kings or drag queens is important because it teaches them at a young, vulnerable age that being different isn't anything that should be scary, you know? Yeah. That's what I think, and that's why I, I encourage these library events, and I encourage drag around kids when it's appropriate. Um, but I, it's... This not Christina nuts. Aguilera drag, though. I mean... <laughs> Uh, ven conmigo, ven conmigo, baby. King, King at Pride is fierce. Um, thank you, X Tina. Yeah, that was a nighttime show. I think that was fine. That was no, like, Mama, that's fierce. It was like the nine to eleven slot. The kids should be in bed. They should be. This or, is, or this they is... should time their doses of G to the point where you know. <laughs> Just time it around. <laughs> and by G, I mean Gerbers. Um, <laughs> It's it's scary out there, so we need everybody to keep your eyes open and be safe out there. What's even scarier is I heard that um, this was reportedly, there were whispers about this beforehand, and nothing mm -hmm. was done about it, but mm. 
a concerned citizen saw what was happening and saw a bunch of people in a U-Haul dressed crazy. And they're the ones that, um, that was the catalyst to get them looked at and arrested. And these people should be charged with plotting a hate crime because yeah. they were obviously hating. Look at their pressed fucking vanilla mug shots. Neck yeah. beards aplenty. These, really, really scary. You could tell these people don't have gays in their life. Really scary and really horrible. And I, I mean, I, it, pride has been such a, you know, such a safe space for us and such a vital piece of our culture because so much of the time we have to sort of exist on the periphery or exist in the shadows. And this is a space where we can say we are here. We are, um, we are proud to be here, uh, to be our authentic selves. And it's really scary to feel like that is being, you know, threatened or impinged upon, but it's not going to, it's not going to stop us, Mm -hmm. but I guess we can just encourage everyone to keep your eyes open. If you see something, say something and we can um, just, I don't know, just try to keep each other safe and keep pushing for, you know, legislation about fucking, We've got to, because like 51 51 years ago, it was the Christopher Street Rebellion March, you know, and we Mm -hmm. were fighting then, and it's obvious we still have to fight, and it's it's just one of those things where we have to fight for the rights that we deserve to keep them now at this point, and for every other minority and um, faction that's discriminated against, because, you know, us us or anybody else getting more rights isn't going to take rights away from anybody else. So the fact that these people are scared of losing their footing in whatever they think that they um, own about this country or this land, baby, this land is for you and me. Yeah. I can't, and I won't be a um, second-class citizen like I'm on WestJet for life. Goodbye. Honey, no, you're Delta Diamond, baby. Baby, Delta 360. Uh- <laughs> Let's get if you want to. If you want to come, come. What about VIP premium? Have you ever done that with the car that they take you to your gate? <laughs> Honey, they let they let me sit in the front. <gasps> My bad. I've had the, I've had the Porsche several times. We love the Delta people for taking care of the Delta dolls. They call us the Delta Diamond Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> it's really wild that there's so much conversation about uh, about like drag queen story hour and uh, whether drag is appropriate for children um, right now. Um, I mean, it's not a surprise because it is sort of a smokescreen to take away the the conversation about reforming gun laws. Honestly, uh, the, that Texas senator, he literally, George Abbott texting about or tweeting about uh, drag queen story hour instead of all those children that were murdered. Yeah, I think, yes, I think there are definitely greater... <laughs> greater threats to the lives of young people, which uh, come in the form of, you know, assault weapons that that are designed to kill people and they're being used for that. Um, That's something that needs to change in this country and we we can't get, you know, we can't fall for the trap of just (laughs) of them trying to say, look over there and make it about drag queen story hour. I mean, it's wild because this, the musical, Drag the Musical, has kind of to do with kids and their relationship with drag because really? there's like a young character 
um, in in the show. If you need who... to double cast it, you could do me and Derek. <laughs> because if one of us be- can you play twelve? Out, can you play ten years old easily? Okay, great. Um, no, he was really, really great, and um, and just everyone was crying when he like sang his song. But it, it's a character. Who played the twelve year old Brendan Jordan. Um, uh, no, it wasn't. That would be sickening. Him playing a twelve year old, just the bitchiest, doing his Gaga on the news dance. It's wild that you said uh, Brendan Jordan because the character's name is Brendan, but the actor playing Brendan is Jack Rodman, who is an incredibly gifted, talented, lovely individual. Macy's baby. Uh, Macy Rodman and Dennis Rodman's child. <laughs> we love. Um, but Jack is amazing. Love. But Jack plays Brendan, who's a character who is a young person who's sort of navigating, like, I kind of like drag and my dad doesn't like that I like drag. And is it appropriate for, you know, for this, you know. So it's wild that we were writing this, you know, for six years and all this is happening right now. Six years, bitch? I know. Bitch, I know you know wild. how to keep something close to your chest. You not only keep it close to your chest, you 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 layer body plates and titty bibs over it so nobody can even get a scotch of it like a queef out the armpit of the rubber in the arm. <laughs> Honey, you you love a stealth project. Well, well, there's more to come. We're going to be doing like the full version of it in September in LA. So you, you should definitely come. Uh, one Night Only, the Dina version or Effie? Or both? It's uh, it's not one night only. It's, oh, good. We're doing a whole bunch of them. Good. We'll get Laurel, too. Um, uh, why don't I, we... Take oh. a break? Yeah. Take a break. <laughs> take a break. Real quick, before we go spelunking, do you mind if I tell people to read some books? Read a damn book. I want a Serena Cha-Cha about and tell people to read some books. I've read some good books this Pride season and this year. Oh, so now we're not educated? Oh, so uh, now we're not educated. I have had it. (laughs) Go home. Go home. No, Um, tell people the books, darling. Okay, I'm reading Alexandra. This is a news segment that we call... Books or looks? (laughs) (laughs) You choose books, I choose looks. Um, So there's Alexander Billings' book, which is great. Mm. I think it's called This Time for Me. It's wonderful. It talks about her getting into drag and her um, uh, becoming who she is today, the wonderful Broadway star and star of stage and screen. Uh, There's Billy Porter's book, which was amazing and a revelation. And there was like good dish in there too, like about things mm, that you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. And she said it. She did not pull any punches or um, karate chops. Um, and then there's Harvey Fierstein's book, which mm-hmm. is called I Was Better Last Night, <laughs> which is just funny because it's the kind of thing like people come backstage, they're like, you're so good. And you're like, oh, I was better last night. <laughs> um, so those are my books. And then um, there's a book called... Uh, I think it's called, it's something about a son, but it's uh, Lance Black's book, which is really great. Um, and it talks about growing up Mormon and in Texas and all over and the path to finding who he is now. And it's a wonderful book. And check out those books if you're in a library. And if you see a drag queen in a library, say thank you to her. We get it. You read books. Okay. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> On audible.com, I read them. <laughs> ding, ding. Well, this is the segment where we go. Spelunking. Spelunking. Unking. 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 
Deep, deep inside the DMs, there's some books in this cave. <laughs> okay, this first message comes from Ollie. Ollie and Molly, must we take yet another trip to Petticoat Junction? Um, this is from Ollie. On All Stars 7, do you think it would be good for the winner to know what the next challenge is so they get a one-up on the girls and can strategize who to block? Love the show. Lots of love from London, Ollie. I think they should give the blocked girl the secret information. (laughs) Baby, I think they're making it up as they go along. I'm sorry. They are, but this would be such an interesting twist. Uh, I love that sort of giving them a little bit of a heads up because you go back to the hotel room and you start. You could start thinking about cucking a cause. You could soaking up my ganache and really get ready and kill those girls every week. Ready to do so. But I mean, uh, getting a leg up on the other girls. I'm I'm not sure that that would be a level playing field, and we know that RuPaul's Drag Race is, if anything, fair. <laughs> fair fair to Midland. Fair okay. to Midland. Okay. Um, the only person that I would love to see get a leg up on the competition is Crystal Method because she has this outfit with like 18 legs on it and hands. <laughs> and she does I touch myself to it and it's kind of strange and weird and at the same time a turn on. Crystal Method is a goddess. She's such a goon. I love her. She's a kook. This next message comes from Dina. Hey, Alaska Willem and Dipper. Not Go- sure. Gooks, books, looks. <laughs> <laughs> a new segment here on Hot Gods. We're retooling. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. It could be a good st- it could be a good segment. Kook. Kooks, looks. So like somebody, like something really crazy something that happened. A look, like someone who just was really stunning. We talk a about their look. Woman or and then a, girl. a book. You a feature book. one of the many books you read because you read a lot of books. Maybe it'll be on Plus. Okay. Yeah. Not sure if anybody had let you know already, but you mentioned that Rue sneered, thanks for bringing some class to our little show or words <laughs> to that effect. She was decidedly rude in her tone. Uh. It was Nina Flowers, of all people. Uh, okay, now I remember. <laughs> she hadn't done Snatch Game, so she chose someone, La Lupe, who was famous in Puerto Rico. Rue only knows two Latinish celebs and wondered why Nina didn't want to be a gross stereotype. When Nina said she could introduce La Lupe to a wider audience, Rue made that comment. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for bringing some class, class to, to our, our little, little show. show. <laughs> Figured you would like to know it was actually directed at one of the most gracious and beloved OG queens. Love to you all. Totally mean it. Dina. I think Nina Flowers, I don't know that she would ever do it again, but I think she she should have another go at All Stars. I'm pretty sure Nina Flowers um, isn't really involved with the franchise anymore. Nina Bonina Flowers. What about her? Um, I think she might be available for a booking or two, but Nina Flowers is really busy being an international DJ and enchanting yes. the world the world over. Uh, no, she's I, incredible, and she's an icon in her own right. I'm just saying. I would love to see Nina Flowers in any capacity on TV. Um, yeah. But they kind of did her dirty with Brown Flowers on All Stars 1. So yeah, I, All Stars I, 1 was... Really was a rough it was spot. just It was hard for everybody. That really was a rough spot. It wasn't hard for me. I was great on it. I wore Leger. Yes, you did. <laughs> So tan. Mm-hmm. Oh, you remember? Oh yeah, coming that, out from that, behind the bar. That was when I was competing with you for um, Miss Tan America. Bar you, queen. You were tan tan tan. 
I was tan. Yeah, remember when you wore your little red bikini? You were tan, tan, tan. Well. You were tan, bitch. Well, some, you know, us body girls, we have to stick together. You know what we, I mean? We really do. Spread the body butter on the uh, <laughs> The next message comes from Raymond. Uh, hey, Alaska 5000, Willem and Willowdipple. <laughs> My name is Raymond, and I've been listening since before you guys had good mics. Uh, I'm also a big quoter and unruly promoter of the pod. Um, so, <laughs> I am a Reiki energy healer, and I've dedicated my life to the study and practice of energy, ancient magic, and unlocking the potential of the human earth experience. I'm writing in today because Alaska asked about the spiritual significance of all the spiders that have magically appeared in her life, Thank you for this, Raymond. Um, so you sounded excited about the spiders, and this is important because when we, we are receiving signs, our reactions are an important part of that message and a healthy practice of to self-awareness. Spiders' ability to create webs has been part of their symbolism since ancient times. They embody the divine feminine and demonstrate their connection to the earth's vibration through their geometric webs. These master architects and hunters bring a big message of patience through manifestation. Spiders show us what we can create when we try. The spider is a reminder to connect the dots of the future with the knowledge of the past in this moment here and now. Be present as your actions create your beautiful web. Um, so, I'm in LA if you want, guys want me to come by with crystals or we can rag on LaToya. XOXO, a dragonfly. And then there are ass pictures. A dragonfly? dragonfly. I think ass pictures is underestimating this. This is is art, actually, because in one picture, the gentleman um, at large is um, looking coyly over his shoulder, giving a, a, a little OTS over the shoulder, and the ass is barely out of the water like a hippo when it just pokes his eyes and ears out and nostrils. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of ass. And the ass is lit from under in the hot tub. So it's Mm -hmm. beautiful. It looks like a trip to the bountiful. Mm -hmm. And then the next picture, he's bent over and where one would normally wink their eye, you see the flash of the camera light. But thank Mm -hmm. God he's got another eye in the back, which I'm sure if it could close, it would. But... (laughs) I'm looking at his appendix, I think, right now, and I see some taint, and I love this accent wallpaper. It's important for a powder room to have interest visually. And um, Yeah, the wallpaper's adorable. Yeah, I love it. And the hole, what a cute little buttonhole. Looks like a woodpecker pecked it. Yeah. The taint, uh, is, the taint is beautiful, occlusion-free. I see no ingrowns. Mama. Baby. And yes, whoever you are, a dragonfly, please come by the studio a with some crystals. I'll be Honey. back on Monday, and I would love to meet you and um, steal all the tops numbers from your phone because with, maybe I'm sure with, with Snowball this Sisters, ass, you are connected to the Earth's vibration, and you are giving us geometrical webs with that wallpaper, honey. And, so, and, and I don't know if she's a Courtney Act fan, but it looks like in that uh, first picture, she might have been spinning something other than a web before that. Oh my gosh! No, we're not gonna assume that anyone in a hot tub is on fucking crystal meth. No, I meant a whirlpool, darling. Oh, please. A whirlpool. 
Oh, please. I would never malign our sister, Miss Courtneysha Act. To put it in the bank. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Call me um, This is um, really great information. Thank you for sharing that dragonfly, Raymond. And this Thank ass, you. bitch. And I want to work ass, out with you. Please, ass let's almighty. work out my dra- Ass almighty. Part two. Mama. Mama Tina. Oof, this next message comes from Luke. He says, FAO, Mrs. Belli, and Thunderfuck, and Mr. Dipper. What's FAO mean? First ass know. offense, FAO. I have no idea. Friend, friend ass of? I don't know. I am a classical music gay. I wouldn't know a song by Cardi B, even if it was arranged in sonata form and played at Carnegie Hall. Okay. <laughs> but I am a huge drag and drag race fan, and have listened to your podcast from the very beginning. <laughs> This is the beginning. In light of the many jokes of your AAA colleague, Courtney, I was delighted to discover the following piece of music, whose name I think you'll all enjoy. It's a madrigal called Hard by a Crystal Fountain, and was written by Thomas Morley for Elizabeth I over 400 years ago. Hmm. Consequently, I think you'll like it because it combines at least three of your favorite things, being hard, saying nice things about queens, and crystal. And it's got a link. And, uh, uh, work. Uh, yeah, he says, Thank you, Queens. Luke, Luke Thomas. Hard by a crystal fountain. <laughs> work. I love it. I love crystal. I love crystal. So you're like a distressed crystal. <laughs> I I I think that um, Courtney has crystal. a new foe, not just the young divas, but Mr. Thomas Morley. Better watch out. Oh yeah. Miss Courtney has been hard by a crystal fountain before, and <laughs> she is the legendary legend known for it now at this point. So Thomas Morley, I know you've probably been dead four hundred years, but don't come for my sister. Yeah. Her building is right on the side of her picture is right on the side of a building in Canterbury. Sure, it's the back of her wig and it shows only my face, but you know, and she is she's a legend. A Canterbury beast. <laughs> <laughs> Crack open that Canterbury egg. It's cream filled. Um, so hard by Crystal Fountain. What a hit. Um, maybe we can um, remix it or something, give it to B. Ames. But uh, Thomas- there's this last part that says, Thank you, Queens. Your podcast is a bi weekly ray of light. That's right, by rights. Um, but I've spent many years waiting for Willem, as the infamous come hungry spunk whore that he is, to say insemination instead of dissemination in the introduction. I live in hope. Your servant, Luke Thomas, Cambridge, UK. All right. Well, Maybe for our 10-year anniversary, you can say insemination. Well, baby, you can't dissemination unless you insemination. Okay. How are you going to push it out if someone didn't put it in first? Yes, exactly. And that's what I think of that. But the lyrics of Hard by a Crystal Fountain are, Hard by a Crystal Fountain, Oriana the Bright lay down a-sleeping. Oriana? Oriana. (laughs) Oriana the Bright? Oh, now she wants to be bright. The birds, they finally chirped. The winds were stilled. Sweetly with... These accenting the air was filled. This is giving me very um, 
Paula Cole, Sonny came home. <laughs> that is the fair whose head hath crowneth deserveth. Love shepherds and your lambs a keeping upon the barren mountain. Oh, and there's nymphs. How wonderful. Long live fair Oriana. Oriana. Oriantra. Um, Maybe okay. we can sing it in the UK Race Chaser live tour. Maybe we do will. Some, do some local hits. You like, know, um, we <laughs> Like Hard by the Crystal Fountain. Hey, guys, do you want to hear Hard by a Crystal Fountain? It's a huge hit over there. I mean, it's it's like Stairway to Heaven. What if you do Hard um, by a Crystal Fountain and I do um, Flaccid by a Pot Puddle? <laughs> okay. Okay, so I like that. We'll remix it. But we would love for you to see what we sing and enchant you with on tour this July yeah. in the United Kingdom. And yeah. if you want to get your tickets, you should do so. You should be ready to do so, actually. Yeah, mama. At racechaserlive.com. Mm-hmm. We start July 3rd in Brighton. And then we do um, London and Manchester and all over. And we cannot wait to pod with you and yeah. give it all we got. Cannot wait. And uh, we thank you so much for listening to Hot Gossip. And a special shout out to our mom plus subscribers who are listening mm-hmm. to this episode ad-free behind the paywall. We and- see you. Mm-hmm. We hear you. We know you're listening. And a very special hi, hello, hey there to Carissa P., Carissa P. And Michael M. Michael M. Thank you for your ears. For being behind the paywall and you don't have to listen to our ads. Thank you. Um, follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 at Race Chaser Pod at Mom Podcasts. Follow them all. Yes. Go on a follow spree. Please stay safe out there, everybody. Keep your eyes open. Be vigilant to what is happening around you. If you see something, say something. Yes. And we will be back next week with another steaming serving of That's hot goss. Oh. Mom. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. 